Welcome into A to Z Sports NFL Draft Live. I'm Austin Stanley alongside Zach Bingham and Buck Rising. Make sure you're following us everywhere uh, on Twitter at A to Z Sports, uh, Facebook A to Z Sports Nashville, Instagram A to Z Sports, YouTube A to Z Sports, and for the first time, Twitch. Uh, I, I still don't know what Twitch is, but we're on it right now. And we're on live. Uh, but let's thank some sponsors that are making this NFL draft special happen. Uh, thanks, as always, to TennesseeTickets.com coming up May 9th. That's when the NFL schedule will be released, and we can all go buy single-game tickets to the Titans season at TennesseeTickets.com for a great price. Also, the Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance at TuckerTN.com. And Calvin and Subtle, uh, serving your hardwood flooring needs in Middle Tennessee, CalvinAndSubtle.com, and this phone number, 615-448-6414-BUCK. Also got to thank our fine friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton, the big homie. I saw him in the comments on Facebook. Gary, tighten up. The person who's going to find the Titans uh, draft picks a home is the Ashton Real Estate Team. Go to GaryAshton.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off on all of your hygienic needs and Tennessee heating and cooling. 10HC.com. That's T E. NNHC.com for all of your HVAC needs. Our fine sponsors taking care of us here on the A to Z Sports Network. All right, guys. So we are live here. Let's look at what just happened. It looks like there's been a trade. The Vikings have now traded to the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are jumping up from 31. They've already picked a Javon Kinlaw earlier tonight so this is the second trade or the second pick for the 49ers and the second trade because Zach's Bucks jumped up one spot traded uh right there with the Niners so we'll find out shortly uh what the Niners are going to do I feel like it could be a wide receiver because they went Ken Law to replace DeForest Buckner earlier so Zach how you feel what's your main takeaway so far as we learn from Adam Schefter more about this most recent trade well that's the takeaway it's fire them cannons it's TB12. It's Gronk City. That's it. That's the best part. It's Tristan Wirfs getting the protection that Tom Brady needs as a 43-year-old man not to get hit and go for yet another Super Bowl for another team. I loved what the Bucks did. They're playing with house money. Now, look, if you have a team, and we talked about this, the Titans could have been this team, right? If they would have gone after Tom Brady, maybe would have gotten Gronk, they would have been boom or bust. That's the position that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in. All eyes are on Tampa. And so I, I like that. I Look, you this is what you do. You, you hedge everything. You trade up. You get your guy. You're going all in on the next two seasons for Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, that offense, Bruce Arians, that defense. Love the pick. After all of this, you just go with Tristan Wirfs, like the fourth tackle taken as your pan personal, your biggest well, fourth tackle taken. If you've done any research on Tristan Wirfs, which <laughs> as a mock, a mock draft junkie, I would expect you would. This guy has climbed up the ranks for the combine. He is a physical specimen. This sure. guy is protection city. He's like one of those bouncers and live in South Beach, right? He said, you can't get in. You cannot right. get in. All right, so Zach, the uh, selection for the Niners is being read, and it is another wide receiver. It is Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. So, Zach, you were talking about a lot of receivers uh, going to go. Now, Buck, how? who are the receivers? 
Buck has been unknowingly updating the spreadsheet for the entire Titans media core all night. So Buck, uh, how many receivers have, have come off the board so far in the first 25 picks of this draft? So counting Iuke, I have Henry Ruggs, the wide receiver out of Bama. Of course, Jerry Judy, CD Lamb, and Jalen Rager and Justin Jefferson. That makes six wide receivers with the drafting of Brandon Ayuk. And the Packers are still here at 30, who desperately need somebody for Aaron Rodgers to throw to besides Devontae Adams. That could feel like Denzel Mims. The Dolphins are now on the clock. Uh, Buck, who are the Dolphins? They've already picked twice. They've done a who who are their first two picks uh to go along with Tua? Didn't they also get uh who are they get through their second pick there? So if I go back and look at the Dolphins, obviously Tua going at number five. Uh, they did take a tackle, and I need to – oh, they took Austin Jackson out of USC, the tackle uh, that with the pick that they got from the – or from the Pittsburgh Steelers for the safety that they traded away earlier in the year. But this would be their third first-round pick. Yeah, so they could either go uh, defense, like a, a cornerback. Now, they just gave a lot of money uh, to Byron Jones, so who knows about that. But the corners have really fallen off this board or down the board, Zach. You like Christian Fulton a ton. He was your first guy on your list of guys you think the Titans could get. He's still available. I had Damon Arnett as the highest corner on my list because I thought he would be available at both 29 and maybe even 61. But Damon Arnett from Ohio State went 19 to the Raiders, which that was a huge surprise that, that John Gruden, Mike Mayock reached that high on Damon Arnett with a ton of corners still on the board. Yeah, that was high. But look, look, I kind of I tried to I tried to figure out how far Fulton was going to drop, but also know and something that we found out by Diana Rossini reporting earlier today is that the Titans are willing and want to trade out of that 29th overall pick. And that's why Travon Diggs out of Alabama, they could get in the second round with ever whatever pick they want. I do think that they're going corner because that's a team need, but I'm curious to see what team that they're going to try to talk to and John Robinson sitting in his, his old war room in his basement or wherever he is in his house of what, who he's talking to, to try to get out of that pick. But I do think cornerback is probably the targeted position because you can get some good guys because of how the board's falling. Look, they're, they're trending seven wide receivers to be taken in this first round that, and, and the, and the quarterbacks are already taken. They were at the top of the draft. Right. Now, I'm looking at the uh, top available. I believe this is Todd McShay's top available. Xavier McKinney from Alabama, the safety. Uh, DeAndre Swift, running back from Georgia. Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Patrick Queen, LSU. This hasn't even been updated yet since Ayuk's been picked. Ezra Cleveland available. Then my guy, one of my guys as well, Ross Blacklock, is sitting there sixth available as well. So the Titans are going to have an opportunity to draft a really impactful player if they decide to stick and pick. Uh, Buck, what's your feeling right now, as we've touched a little bit on Diana Rossini's, uh, of, of what the Titans should do if they should stick and pick or try to get out with three picks still ahead of them? What they should do is they should still consider trading out. I mean, they kind of have their pick of these corners, and we'll see We'll see how the next couple of picks break, given what the needs of the rest of the teams ahead of them are, but there seems to be t- plenty of enough talent. I mean, Austin, I know that you were a fan of Ross Blacklock. He's still on the board. Denzel Mims is still out there. Another wide receiver, Marlon Davidson 
from Auburn. And of course, you have the four corners in Gladney, Fulton, Diggs, and Jalen Johnson. Um, they seem to really, really have a wealth of talent to be able to choose from. And I think that even in moving back and collecting more draft capital, they can still accomplish what they need to do. Yeah, let's no read some backs taken either. Right, no running backs. And, and I think Jordan Love, as several of you guys on, on the comment section on both Periscope, Facebook, and then even YouTube. So also on Twitch uh, for the first time, it is eSports. But it, it's people have mentioned that if Jordan Love is still sitting there, then that's trade bait, right? Because I mentioned this earlier in the week, Zach, where we talked about trade-out options and potential trade partners, that I think there are two main players who could be trade-bait options if they're still on the board when the Titans are there at 29. It's Jordan Love and it's DeAndre Swift. And so far, both those guys are sitting here. And, I, you know, the Dolphins aren't going to do it. The Dolphins, I mean, they, the Dolphins could take DeAndre Swift, and I don't think anybody would think they're crazy for doing that. But the Seahawks aren't going to take uh, Jordan Love. The Ravens aren't going to take Jordan Love. Uh, so the Titans could have Jordan Love on the board with the ability to trade out. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the Patriots do uh, with with that pick or who gets hungry enough to trade up to go get him. Or if he, if Jordan Love could fall out completely out of the first round, that's not a, out of the realm of possibility because look how quickly, you know, this draft board, usually you have so many trades, or at least in the years past, people have come up and traded to get guys because they've been scared. It was like there's ever all the GMs were sitting at their homes, just like scared to touch their phone. It's like, look, I'm just gonna stick and pick. I'm gonna stick and pick. That's what we saw early. The Dolphins, I think, got lucky and said, Look, Tua fell to us. We want him. That's who we want. They go with him. The Chargers did the same thing. I've been I've honestly been impressed with what the Chargers have been doing. I don't know what Justin Herbert's gonna be doing like in this league, but everything around him. Los Angeles as a whole, you got Sean McVay and that story, brand new unis. You got the Chargers with their brand new unis. Those are two pretty solid teams in Los Angeles. I really like what the, what the Chargers have done in this year's draft and the last couple of years. Yeah, and Buck, we were talking before we went live about the what the Chargers have on defense. I mean, they, that they've now added uh, another big-time player with Kenneth Murray there to go along with uh, uh, Derwin James they got a couple of years ago. I love the idea of that defense with Bosa, with Derwin James, and now with Patrick Murray. I mean, we have to see what uh, what Derwin James will look like coming off of injury. But this is this is a team that's constantly chock full of talent. I mean, they draft really, really well in Los Angeles. And prior to that, San Diego, it's just the Phillip Rivers down eight with 30 seconds left on the clock and needing to drive the length of the field that they always seem to be in those situations, much like they were in week seven against the Chargers. Uh, or against the Titans here at Nissan Stadium. They always exist in that kind of uh, of purgatory. But the Chargers are, are setting up really well. And Tyrod Taylor, if you could pick somebody to mentor a young quarterback coming in, this seems to be the consummate pro. Even Baker Mayfield, who's a bit of a, a bit of a jerk uh, when it comes to his behavior, seems to laud the uh, laud the talents of Tyrod as mentor or Tyrod. Trade yeah, alert, whatever, whatever. Yeah, trade alert, Zach. Trade alert, Zach. And this is, <laughs> this is the button. Zach is is the button. I don't know if Zach, you're drinking coffee. What, what are you drinking tonight? What, what is Zach Bingham drinking tonight? Are you have more I'm, caffeine? I'm, no, I'm, more? I'm, I'm straight water, straight H2O, homie. <laughs> we don't know what's in that. There could be uh, anything. But yes, the. the, the <laughs> Then I'm drinking every morning. Then this is water. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers have moved up with the Dolphins, so the Dolphins moved back to get more picks. Now they're going to have like 15 picks in this draft. Hang on, just one second. Matt Lafleur has clearly seen a barber, 
If anybody else is watching this live, Matt LaFleur has saw one. John I don't saw one. I don't this think is, I don't this think is a direct Green violation Bay, of quarantine. Matt LaFleur needs Bay's to be held probably, to account. Yeah, they had probably have not been hit very hard by uh what's going on around the country with the coronavirus. This has to be Denzel Mims, right? It's got to be Denzel Mims or T. If Higgins. If it's not, I'd be pissed if I'm Aaron Rodgers. He's on the phone now. You would think it would be a wide receiver. This is an what was this seven? This would be seven. This right? would make seven. This, this would, would be my seven. Lucky number seven. I should be in Vegas right now. I should be on my way to Pitbull here in a couple hours. But I'm not. <laughs> we should. We should both be going. I was ready to witness the glory and 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 and, and the majesty of Pitbull. Yeah, I, I would yeah. be drinking water if we were in Vegas. But here we are in the comfort of our home. Now here, e, EA EA brings up Jordan Love. <laughs> what if if Aaron Rodgers gets gets Brett Favre by Jordan Love? Yeah, I doubt that happens. But all right, the pick is in. Roger Goodell in his new sweater vest after his wardrobe change is standing in front of his his old outdated colored cabinet about to uh, announce it, this pick. It's not his basement. It's a set that was created in his basement. Jordan Love, they did it. They they Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Oh no. <laughs> that is about as toxic an environment right here, as you can walk into. That is that is there is going to be no love lost between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. That yeah, is not the kind of mentoring that you would want to walk into, but he's certainly a developmental player. Uh, 17 teachable moments as he described his interception to us at the combine. This is uh, this is big stuff. And aren't they from the same hometown? Isn't Aaron Rodgers also from Bakersfield, California? That sounds right. I know Aaron Rodgers is from California. Chino Hills. Chino, Chino Hills. Hills. What is this? The OC? I mean, come on, with Chino involved. But I mean, this is pretty crazy. That that Aaron. But but what? I mean, I did say something this morning. That there's there's my number one storyline to look for outside of Tua and outside of what we've talked about like earlier this morning or actually that was last night was who is the unexpected team that flies up to get a quarterback that already has a quarterback. I thought it could be like the Steelers or somebody, not the Green Bay Packers who have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl each and every year with Aaron Rodgers and they failed to get Aaron Rodgers another weapon. This makes no sense to me. This is a bad pick. I I, I agree. I'd be really pissed off. And look, we know Aaron Rodgers has a history of being pissed off. I would be ticked off if I was Aaron Rodgers exactly of what you just said. You go to the NFC Championship game, and look, Rodgers didn't play the best game in San Francisco that day. I'm not sitting here sitting there as a saving grace. But you got to put pieces around him instead of look towards the future. And give credit to a ton of our commenters here watching live on whatever you're watching, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Periscope. We had a ton of people called Jordan Love before he was selected. So bravo to everybody out there that called this pick. I just don't really understand it. It's like you don't want – why are you trying to make Aaron Rodgers upset? Give him some weapons. Give him another big guy to throw to. Look what it did to Russell Wilson this past year with DK Metcalf. Yeah, he came out a world of difference. A world of difference. This this makes no sense. I've, Buck, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is diminishing as a player, and Matt Lafleur is here for the long haul. I don't think he. 
getting to know Matt LaFleur a little bit, I don't think this move is at all above him. And I think that he sees a great deal of potential in Jordan Love for the future. And he's building his team for the future of Matt LaFleur and not for the future of Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be unpopular. It's going to make it uh, very uncomfortable in that building because as Aaron Rodgers and his family will tell you, he is <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has been social distancing for a long time before social distancing was a thing. This is going to be an uncomfortable situation. Buck, Buck, you got to think before you speak. The man threw for 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, and four interceptions last year. Deteriorating. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not called He's deteriorating. deteriorating. He's deteriorating. Yes, no from, from superstar. Picks and, and plays all the games. Here's no, the he is a superstar. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and also his powers are diminishing. Aaron Rodgers was Pat Mahomes before Mahomes. He was the off-schedule superstar, throw on the run, out-of-sync out of quarterback. And now that his mechanics, as he ages, now that he no longer has to rely on the otherworldly ability, he is lesser. He's a lesser player. Absolutely this is, this, so. And, and Rob, Rob says his buck high. He's not. Yeah, buck must be high. He must I, be drinking or doing some stuff. It's illegal. Just, wow, he's just, listen, I, I wish that would make the draft a lot take. more interesting. Your worst take. Are you kidding me? Aaron Rodgers, did you, no, no quarterback only throws four interceptions in one year and throws 20-plus touchdowns. And that's the you crazy thing. Find that. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is still great. That doesn't mean he's not deteriorating. Right, but this is too early to do this. Like, this doesn't make sense. They they no, traded. They I'm traded. Makes sense. I'm explaining from the perspective of Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur doesn't give a damn what Aaron Rodgers is, was, or will be. Matt Aaron Rodgers is the reason why Matt LaFleur got the damn job as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. But yeah, because he was there to be a partner. For, the yes. Packers traded up and gave away more to go get Jordan Love. And so this, what are they telling you with the move that Aaron Rodgers is diminishing? I'll, I'll tell you this. You I'll tell you this, Buck. The, this Packers locker room is probably as stunned as we are right now. They don't know they don't know what to think of this. Of they're probably they are. everything, everything they've been reading is they're gonna go get a wide receiver. Denzel Mims has been mocked to the Packers for months. That would be a fantastic pick at 30. So give up more picks to move up by are you justifying? Are you justifying this because of mock drafts said who they were supposed no, to get? No, I'm just saying uh, well, logic says that the Packers need wide receiver. This is the them. NFL draft since when the hell does logic matter? What are that, we talking about that's here? That's fair. You're right. I saw Mike Mayock take <laughs> I mean, Cleveland Farrell four overall last year which was weird too but this makes no sense this makes zero sense to me listen Tristan Worse was the consensus top tackle coming into the draft and Tristan Worse was the last of the tackles to be taken in all of the, of the top tackles to the best team uh, to be yeah, the Packers <laughs> were in, in the this, NFC right? championship game last year and they did not do enough to help their hall of fame quarterback like I don't know why Matt LaFleur's done this it makes and obviously they have a new I just GM. Told you why. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it just doesn't make sense. So maybe we're attacking Buck Rising, Messenger Buck Rising with this. I mean, no, I mean no, I'm trying no, to no, I'm giving no. you an explanation. We're, no, we're attacking Buck Rising, or at least I am, because of the asinine comment, because without looking at the statistics or any of the games, the to tell me that, don't tell me that I didn't look after, at any of it. Don't give me, don't give me, I watch the tape guy. Don't give me, I watch the tape guy. I'm sitting there watching Aaron Rodgers in prime time in the four hours that I'm waiting after a Titans game to sit there and do my prime time show. I watch every damn Packers game and I've seen this stuff a million times. And I know for a fact that an off schedule quarterback aging the way he does 
with a broken collarbone is not the future of the Green Bay Packers, Hall of Fame bound though he may be. It doesn't make sense to do this. And uh, whoever's running the the Green Bay Packers, I don't know the name of it. Gutekunst. Gutekunst. Whatever his name is. A to Z Sports here live uh, on our A to Z Sports NFL draft special through the first round. The Seahawks pick is in. Uh, We're seeing uh, what Trey Wingo is trying to do. Is he tossing to the commissioner in his basement or not? I can't figure that out. Uh, But the Seahawks are on the clock. After the Seattle Seahawks pick at 27, the Baltimore Ravens will pick at 28, and then the Titans are on the clock. Buck rising, while we have a moment, please thank one of our great sponsors, Tennessee Heating and Cooling, uh, on our, our great sponsor tonight for this show. Indeed, they take care of us on the primetime show and here on our draft coverage. The website is 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com, for all of your HVAC needs. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky. You see the volunteer orange trucks rolling around the mid-state. They are there to take care of all of your residential heating and cooling issues. Make sure that if you are getting your thing, your uh, heating and cooling system service, if you're doing it preemptively as the seasons begin to change, it's not a bad idea. And those are the people that you trust because your satisfaction is guaranteed from Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Again, 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. A to Z Sports, there's a lot of cornerbacks left on the board. Zach Skies, Christian Fulton, still here available. Stephon Diggs, Jeff Gladney are available. So by my Not math. Not Stephon, Trayvon. Trayvon, my bad. By my math, one of those three is going to be available in three picks when the Titans are selecting. So it looks like the Titans can get a very talented corner if they want to. Uh, Xavier McKinney, a safety who has the ability to play in the slot, uh, also available as well. I, that would be an interesting pick. Look, this board is falling really well for the Titans. Zach, how do you feel well, about it? Right not now? really well. Not as good as it was without that Green Bay pick with Jordan Love, right? That's true. The Fair. That we Fair. talked about that. So now that is off the table. That does change things for John Robinson. So now I'm curious the teams that he's discussed, who knows what teams he's talked to, were they quarterback needy? Well, now. The, the all the, the first round quarterbacks are off. Like no, I think New England. I'll go ahead and predict it. New England, I think, is targeting Jalen Hurts. I feel like that's the guy that they're going to go after. I think that sign was set early on in the draft when they traded back. They said, "Look, we're not going to value Jordan Love like everybody else is in the first round." Titans get another gift. This is interesting. Inside linebacker Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech. What's up with uh, the Big 12 having some good defensive players this past year? But interesting because Patrick Queen uh, from LSU still available, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that Jordan Brooks, who a lot of people do like, goes ahead of Patrick Queen as the second uh, true inside linebacker taken. The Titans are going to have uh, and Queen, as uh, Steph brings up, might go to Baltimore. That could be a fit there, too, because they need a linebacker. The Titans could be sitting there with like uh, an ability to, to juggle a couple cornerback names, Buck. Yeah, this is all, again, this is all setting up for them to trade out and have their pick in the second round, really, of these guys who are still going to be available. Maybe not as many, but still all viable options. I mean, we talked about, Zach, We I know that you mocked Fulton uh, in the A to Z Sports Media mock that we did earlier today that you can find on all of our social media feeds. Um, Fulton is still available. Diggs, the corner that we talked about. And listen, we will find out a lot about what uh, this, this is going to predicate whether the Jadavion Clowney thing is real or not. If they go corner uh, instead of, instead of, uh, instead of staying in 
and now they are on deck with the uh, waiting on the Ravens to make their pick. Um, if they go corner, if they trade out, and and or if they do anything other than take an edge at twenty nine, it means that the clowny thing is still very very much alive. Sure, and and the way this is going, I still feel like trading out's a good option. Like, sure, there could be Jeff Gladney there, uh, Christian Fulton. I think that's available. one. If I'm the Titans, uh, that is my priority number one. Get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. twenty nine. Don't want. I don't want anywhere close to twenty nine. You need more picks because of that gap in the draft we've been looking at for weeks and weeks. Right? They've got to fill that gap. And John Robinson, as we know, over the last year years, he's drafted very well. It's not just his first round selections. He's had some depth. Besides depth, besides Kevin Dodd, of course. He's drafted very well in the later rounds. So I think he's confident in his skills. This is a deep draft. Uh, that running back position is is kind of looking me in the face, though. It's like, when is that first running back going to go off the board? It may not be in the first round. No, yeah. I think it's coming up here at 30. I bet Miami that's too much for them to pass. Either that's Miami a good point. Or, or Kansas City. Those are the two running back needy teams left. Correct, correct. Let's read some comments real quick as we're waiting for the Baltimore Ravens. They have not made their pick yet. The pick is not in for the Baltimore Ravens, so they've got just about three minutes and change left on their clock. Uh, Adam says, got to have a trade partner, but I hear you on that. Yannick says, definitely trade out. There's so much good talent left. Eddie says, would you go ahead and draft an edge rusher? I say no on the edge rusher because yeah, because the clowny thing that we just kind of discussed is still in play, plus – Gross Matos is still available. Epinesa, uh, Zach Bond, who's an edge rush yet or undersized guy. But there's a there's an opportunity. You can't go edge rusher. There's an opportunity to move back and wait on an edge rusher because everybody's still there that they had an opportunity to go to in the twenties. Like I thought, Gross I thought, Matos is out. I, I'm with you. I think Gross Matos doesn't make sense, uh, but then it doesn't make all that sense right there. Man, I'll say this, Zach, about your Christian Fulton pick. That was the most popular pick of all the Titans media members we polled. We polled 19 Titans media members, and Christian Fulton from LSU had the most selections at four. Uh, Then up next, uh, Jeff Gladney had three. Marlon Davidson had three. um, uh, Noah Igbenogany had two. And then Zach Bond was one I picked Ross Blacklock, Buck picked Isaiah Wilson from Georgia, the Georgia second tackle there. We had two gross matos. Uh, Mark Mariani uh, went with AJ Epinesa there. So 10 different players over the 19 media members, but Christian Fulton led the way with four. Yeah, look, I'm sitting here still baffled, still baffled by the Aaron Rodgers thing. They, this is a great tweet. I got I to gotta share it. Barstool, you know Brett Favre sitting on the bed? You know that iconic photo of him talking on the phone? Yeah. They got a great quote saying, they told you they were going to treat you different, huh? What happened? Oh, that's so good. Uh, and I know. So good. I've and seen then, a better tweet. Well, let's go ahead and finish, Zach. Well, uh, and, and here is the stat that doesn't make any sense of the reason why Aaron Rodgers should be so upset that Jordan Love was taken. That's the first skilled position, offensive position, that the Packers have taken since they drafted Aaron Rodgers. 
that's inexcusable. Yeah. Hey, hey, we got our first Twitch comment. How about that? Quick shout out to uh, JAQ. He says uh, he wants the Titans to trade out. So there we go. Live here on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, A to Z Sports, NFL Draft Live. The Ravens pick is in. After the Ravens pick, the Titans are on the clock, and we're going to have a rapid fire getting your opinions on what you want the Titans to do. Then we're going to give our official opinions as well. I think we all want and think the best option is to trade out for the Tennessee Titans. So let's just ignore that, and let's comment when we get to that point who we think the Titans will stick and pick with if they, in fact, do that. Uh, Jeff asked, what's the Twitch account? It is A to Z Sports. So make sure you're following us on Instagram as well. We're going to have a lot of good coverage of whoever the Titans pick across well, this NFL draft. let me correct you quickly. It's A to Z Sports Nashville on Twitch. There you go. There you go. So the pick is in for the Baltimore Ravens. We're about to get this pick uh, here from the commissioner as we're looking at a really nice living room. And that is the living room of Antoine Winfield Jr. There's a reason why it's a nice living room because Antoine Winfield Sr. made a bunch of money in the NFL. So Antoine house. Winfield, uh, I love Antoine Winfield Jr. I think I'm, that that could be an option for the Titans if they want to get real like sneaky chess piece with it to replace Logan Ryan. But I overall, because Xavier McKinney's still available, he's a safer Antoine Winfield, in my opinion, there. I, uh, I'm really just here for the interior decorating tips for all of this draft. I'm very jealous of Cliff Kingsbury for a uh, $4.45 million bachelor pad that, you know, it looks, it looks like, uh, it looks, uh, exactly as I imagined it would be. It, it looks like a rooftop bar that Buck would go to, to buy like $18 tequilas. It looks very much like <laughs> my patio, favorite bar. The patio with like the gridded grass. I like my wife and I were sitting there took it like, what the hell's up with gridded grass? Like, why it do you looks- have sidewalk through it? It looks very much like my favorite bar. Absolutely. No free shout outs, but I look forward to. Well, have you ever been to Arizona, Austin? No, I have not. That's the reason why. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get it's Arizona, but I mean, that guy's living, man. I mean, what a, what a incredible. uh, The one thing that I thought was strange was Ron Rivera just had a huge, like, oil canvas painting of the Redskins logo. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was like eight square feet of just Redskins oil painting. So, all right, here we go. The Baltimore Ravens pick is in Roger Goodell up on our screen. Once again, was uh, trying to wind up for that pick. Yeah, I know that was really long. I tried my best to stall talking about oil paintings. So well, Roger, here, relax. <laughs> All right. Roger Goodell here winding up, still going with the hand in the pocket. Look, Casual, Rog. Patrick Queen staying with some purple. He goes from LSU to the Baltimore Ravens. The Titans are on the clock. What will happen? Uh, That's what we're going to do now. Patrick Queen's off the board. The Titans have a ton, a ton of options at cornerback, a ton of options as edge rusher. Get your comments in. We'll read your comments rapid fire here on the show. But first, Zach, tell the fine people about Tucker Agency and what they're doing to help everybody out during these hard times. Oh, yeah. That was one of the reasons why we partnered with the Tucker Agency is because they are here to help you. Look, coronavirus has hit us, unfortunately. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you've lost some income. Well, maybe rearrange your insurance policy. You've got to have a home insurance. you got to have auto insurance. Maybe you insure your valuable, valuables or rental properties. Well, restructure it. The average customer on Tucker Agency can save 20%. 20% can go a long way. 
especially in the next couple of months, putting food on the table, paying your mortgage, paying your bills. TuckerTN.com, they're local right here to the market. Will Tucker is the owner of Tucker Agency. They've got great local guys. They will help you out. They'll assess your situation now, put you in a better situation with better insurance, and save you some cash on the front end. That is TuckerTN.com. All right, A to Z Sports here live. Thanks again to TennesseeTickets.com as well for what they do for our business. Uh, We'll talk more about our great sponsors. Don't forget to subscribe to our A to Z Sports podcast feed as well. You'll get the audio version of this. Uh, The Tennessee Titans are on the clock. So we're going to say that we all think that the best option would be trading, but they're not going to trade. Or we're just going to say, who is your pick? Let's read some comments. Uh, Buck, what what you looking at right there? Uh, I'm looking at the idea that I don't think they're going to be able to trade out of this because Jordan loves off the board, and I think that kind of lets helps them lose a little bit of the leverage. Uh, you have to be able to have somebody to get up, and I'm afraid they're going to get Corey Davis in this particular situation where they Explain just Explain that. Explain so, the Corey Davis part of it. So things. Corey Davis was not supposed to go fifth overall, but the Titans – uh, but the Titans had no choice. They wanted Corey Davis. They didn't want him at five. They couldn't find a trading partner, and so they started the run on wide receivers that year. That's what it means to be Corey Davis. Uh, and at this point, it doesn't look like, I don't think, based on what I'm seeing, um, that they're going to have the opportunity to trade out. So with that being said, given the availability of all of these guys at corner, I really do think that Fulton makes the most sense out of all of them. I like him a lot. I like him. I, I, it's really a toss-up for me between – him and Gladney, I think that Gladney is a little bit more developed, but Fulton is the better athlete. And I think in this particular scheme, he fits everything that a Titans corner looks like based on what the prototype already that already exists. It's interesting. Fulton was not even the best cornerback on LSU's roster last year. That was Stingley, who was a really talented five-star true freshman last season. So <clears throat> they had a really good defense. They just put up the graphic there on, on the broadcast that – Uh, There's already been four LSU guys drafted in the first 28 picks. So could Christian Fulton be the fifth guy? So uh, here we go. Let's, let's, let's read some comments here. I see Steph Dobb mentions that Jeff Gladney's already 23 years old. That's a, that's a good note there. um, As I'm going to read some kick, some, uh, uh, some comments real quick. Jimmy says Fulton. Uh, Brian says the Titans have Butler and Jackson, but obviously need a cornerback. Jeffrey saying T Higgins would be cool. An in-state guy out of the Knoxville area. Danny going with uh, Trayvon Diggs. Sean says best corner available, which I think we all three agree is is uh, Christian Fulton right there. George going with Xavier McKinney. I think that's an interesting spot uh, to take him because he does fill some of the Logan Ryan void. Uh, Rob says, what if they take DeAndre Swift? Who wants to answer that? If they take DeAndre I mean, Swift. Then they're doing what I assume would be the smart thing, which is work for the future, and that future may not include Derrick Henry. Well, the, I think that tells you something about the contract of Derrick Henry and how, look, they used the franchise tag not to give him the long-term deal, said they were going to work towards him, draft a running back in the first round. That kind of tells you everything you do. You need to know, and it's going to be hard to retain Derrick Henry and pay him the type of money that he's asking, right? I mean, there was negotiations. They just couldn't come to terms. They couldn't get to a number. That's why they franchise tagged him. So they took that out. A Drafting DeAndre Swift would tell me a lot. I mean, wow. And look, yeah. they've got live look-ins on Vrabel and, and John Robinson. And guys, the pick is in. No yeah. trade here. The pick is in for the Titans. 
Uh, so we will find out shortly who this new Tennessee Titan will be. The pick is in for the Titans here live on A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. Uh, all of our great sponsors here on the show, the Tucker Agency, Calvin and Subtle, Hardwood Flooring, uh, CalvinandSubtle.com is where to go. Bucks already mentioned his great sponsor, Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Also, GetBeast.com, Tame the Beast, and the Ashton Real Estate Group. So sitting here just chilling, we're sit- we're trying to figure out what it's who it's going to be. If it's not Christian Fulton and it's another cornerback, Will that be disappointing, or is is no? Look, Jeff if they, get a, okay. they get a cornerback, they've 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 done what they needed to do. And here's the one thing I'll tell everybody: we're going to be live again tomorrow night during these Titans picks. So make sure you come back. We'll be live on all of these different platforms to react, get your reaction. So we're look, we're burning the midnight oil all weekend long. This is your place to go. If they get a cornerback, then it's a success because they address the team need. All right, so Buck, uh, Kurt Warner's talking about offensive line for the Titans. You mocked in our media mock draft Isaiah Wilson from Georgia. Why did you go O line in your in your opinion? I mean, mostly because everybody was else else was taking corner, and I didn't feel like being <laughs> trying to be different. I mean, honestly, nobody else took an offensive lineman, and I could use some tackle depth. Uh, but with with all of these corners left on the board, and that need being very very obvious, look at Vrabel with a big old smile on his face. Also, I'm who trying to figure behind? out. Who is behind? I That's his is, son. I think That's it's his, Tyler. It's his son, Tyler. The pick is in. I think they're going cornerback here. Well, we're that's why we're e- eagerly awaiting Isaiah Wilson off at the tackle from Georgia. Buck Rising, you have the floor because you're the only Titans media member to get this correct. Uh, well, listen, this is somebody who uh, who makes a lot of sense. Honestly, if you want to push Dennis Kelly. He is somebody who still needs a lot of work on his – he still needs refinement, truly. And I think he's still pretty far away from challenging Dennis Kelly. But I think this is a situation where if your identity is going to be Derrick Henry and for the future, Zach, I think the future looks more like Derrick Henry if you've got a big old rogue grading 6'7", 350-pound mauler up front that is Jack Conklin but bigger and better. Well, so this goes – and to your point, this goes exactly – what they want to identify with strong, physical, run the ball, play action, Tannehill set up to his wide receivers. So, this it, it, it makes sense. And look, Buck, kudos to you. Hats off, my friend. Very good job of picking this because they come in there and this goes to their identity. This is what the Titans did last year to get to the AFC championship game. And this is what they're telling us that they want to do. Everybody else is doing it with their flash quarterbacks, with the Deshaun Watsons, Lamar Jacksons, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Well, the Titans, they signed their guy in Ryan Tannehill, but really it's to maul these defensive lines and get 22 in open space. And we all know what happens when 22 gets an open space. It usually ends up in a touchdown. Yeah, uh, Kerbal says ESPN just called him a guard. Isaiah Wilson has guard capability. Uh, but, no, th- he's he's set to be the right tackle of the Titans' future. Isaiah Wilson's really young. He's got a really high upside with what he's got. They're showing him right now. Very emotional as he's, he's wearing. This dude's huge. He's massive. And, and so if you're De- – Buck, you you talked to Dennis Kelly in your 615 Sessions podcast earlier this offseason after he got paid. The situation is now Phenomenal. looking like Dennis Kelly is only going to be here for a little bit as the Titans starting right tackle. 
Yeah, I don't think now is the time to de- text Dennis and see how he's doing. <laughs> I don't think now. Well, be you know, he, hopefully he doesn't react like Tajay Sharp and and hit somebody in a bar. But uh, yeah, but- no, Dennis. De- Dennis is not the violent type. Listen, this is this is. It's it's interesting. Um, it's interesting if for no other reason. And actually, I just got a text related to Dennis Kelly that uh, I don't think I can. I, I'm going to have to wait. There's a lot going on. In front of me. Uh, <laughs> so all of this, though, um, they're looking. They're looking for a better offense. They're looking for something to help keep the keep up uh, with with the rest of the league. And they're just going to do it differently. Um, I think that this is a situation where. They think they have enough on defense, and it's not going to be Ty Smith. I think they like the depth at corner in the second and third round. We've spent a lot of time talking to John about that on these media conference calls, and he seems pretty comfortable with it. Listen, I like the big man called Bunny, man. This is, uh, this is, this is unconventional. But it does make a lot of sense when you look at what their identity needs to be. Well, and so I'll say that. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I want to address this. Because let's talk about the biggest. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, guys. And that is: Is this man going to start Week One? Now, uh, let's pray to God that the NFL starts Week One. But let's let's talk about this as everything's going to go on as normal. We're going to get back to normal lives, stadiums full, and all that jazz. You draft a guy in the first round. You just signed Dennis Kelly. Who's going to play? Who's going to start? Oh, it's going to be it's going to be Dennis. I mean, yeah, listen, Kevin Pomfield was a starting guard for the Tennessee Titans very very early on. Like he was supposed to be their starting guard and that didn't even make it uh, make it through the preseason. This is they they're going to breed competition and the depth is something that they desperately need. Uh we've just gotten uh, we've just gotten our bio download on on Isaiah Wilson. Uh, and, uh, but I, I think that Dennis Kelly starts whenever, whatever training camp looks like. Um, and I and think are you that- okay with this? Are you okay with the, this is back to back years. If in fact, Buck, you are correct. And this is your opinion. This is back to back years that they've drafted guys that are not going to start week one in a championship window. Well, I'll say this, uh, and I'll take over for Buck here for a second, because John Robinson has mentioned, especially Monday on that Zoom call that we all had with him, is you talk about big guys. You draft big guys in the first round of the draft. That's where you find the biggest, baddest athletes. Jeffrey Simmons, you don't find Jeffrey Simmons late in the draft. It's hard to find big, huge offensive linemen who can really move and do a lot of things in late in the draft, you can find some guys that can be, you know, your David Stewart, who's your plotting run blocker from, you know, Mississippi State in the in the fourth round. You can do that. But if you want to get an offensive lineman who can do it all, and you know, Isaiah Williams has the physical ability and talent to do it all, you got to go get those big dudes in the first round because they go in the first round for a reason. Now, Spawn says that he's not feeling this pick at all. I think Titans fans are very disappointed right now. Oh, sure. Nobody wants an offensive lineman. Nobody wants their first round pick. You've been waiting all night. This is the this is the thing that sets sets the uh sets the team over the edge and it ends up being a tackle who may be a backup to start the year. No, of course they're pissed. They should be pissed. But here again, uh if if you're if you're thinking as an irrational fan, which again, you guys I I I understand. I get the sentiment. But look at this from the positive. You just took a tackle in a year where your desperate needs were corner and edge. 
I feel pretty confident in them having ideas of what they're going to have still at corner and edge. One of them being in the draft and the other being in free agency. And I think Clowney has a big part of this. This is a luxury that they're taking. And if they feel like they can afford a luxury right now, they're pretty comfortable. Yeah, and yeah. I think you bring up something. Well, I think you bring up something, Buck, of that these fans may be like uh, Ryan Hansen had a hilarious comment on, on Periscope. It was let's just say a four-letter word with a bunch of K's at the end. They're disappointed right now, but if they get clowny, they're going to be turned. That frown's going to be turned upside down, right? They're going to be ecstatic yeah. that they did something on the defensive line and free agency, something the Titans notoriously don't really go do. And they're going to get a premier pass rusher if they do, in fact, get Clowney. Now they've got – look, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, I think their mindset is you work from the inside out, right? And they've signed their guys of Ryan Tannehill. They tagged them. They drafted well of A.J. Brown, drafted well of John o. Smith. They have have some of their pieces. Corey Davis going into his fourth year. We'll figure out his fifth-year option here in, in, in a few weeks. But they're building this from, from the inside out. Not a sexy pick, but that's not this team. The Tennessee Titans are not sexy. They don't go, they don't go to Victoria's Secret to buy lingerie. They go to the Golden Corral and they hunker down on meat. Oh yeah, God. they're, they're meat and potatoes. Golden that's Corral their, is not a good uh, I bet, I bet six, seven, I bet like six seven, three hundred and fifty pounds has a bunch of meat sweats. Yeah, I bet yeah. that you, is. Know, you know who eats a bunch of meat. Isaiah Wilson. No, that man. You know, you know who eats a bunch of meat? Bunny Wilson. <laughs> I'll say this: I just I don't think you want your football team compared to Golden Corral. I'll just say that. Aim high. All you but, can eat. Hey, hey, it's all you can eat, Austin. You're gonna go there full, okay? Yeah, that, and you're gonna leave puking because that stuff's But that's what their identity is. They're not cute. Vrabel. With the plug-in, he's not cute. He's you know the stash. That's not cute. That's hard nose. And and so oh, look, again, identity. I, I get that's it. Why I, it makes sense. I get what you're saying there. I just think Golden Corral is not who you want to be compared to. So A to Z Sports, the Dolphins. Well, uh, they're not root Chris. Like they're not. <laughs> their pick is in. Uh, Shrike says Golden Corral gets you nine and seven forever. You might as well have kept Jeff Fisher. <laughs> All right, so the Dolphins pick is in at 30. We'll get that update for you. But do want to get uh, more of your opinions on the Titans draft pick, Isaiah Wilson, right tackle out of the future out of Georgia. So get your comments in there. We'll read your comments uh, coming up here in a second. But first, uh, Buck, Isaiah Wilson's going to need somewhere to live here in the Nashville area when he comes to town next week. Yeah, come you know on home. Come on home, big boy. You know who's got you covered? The person who places all the Titans, the Preds, the Nashville SC players, and your boy here on A to Z Sports Prime Time under normal circumstances, and that is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website. Your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel. This is the official real estate agent of all of your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports show, uh, not not that you not that you don't love the ADC Sports Morning Show as well, but I you know I happen to be have been placed in my dream address without the stress. So shout out to Gary Ashton. That man is going to find Bunny Wilson a new home near a Golden Corral, and he is going to live a long, healthy, and meat sweat filled life as the Tennessee Titans right tackle of the future.
GaryAshton.com. Uh, yes, <laughs> A to Z Sports here live on Facebook, on Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch tonight. Just going live all over the place for everybody. Cornerback uh, just goes off the board. Number 30. This is crazy. The order that the corners are going, Damon Arnett went 19. Noah Igbenogany out of Auburn goes 30 to the Dolphins. Christian Fulton sliding. Jeff Gladney sliding down uh, near the very end of the first round as the Minnesota Vikings on the clock at 31. Asking you guys, how do you feel about the Titans drafting Isaiah Wilson? Uh, tackle out of Georgia at 29 overall. Keith says, I sit up for this. Eh, LOL. Antonio says, no sacks. Now, Juan says, this is very important. Juan says, Wilson has hands. Chalk him up for another touchdown. Here's a nugget. Intern Reed found out that when Isaiah Wilson, who's six foot seven, 350 pounds, when he was in high school, he played a wildcat quarterback at the goal line in high school, which is terrifying uh, on that. So uh, let's see. Casey says, smart fans love this pick. So he's taking a shot at everybody who doesn't like it, like Tress. No, who's don't, be, don't be obnoxious. Don't do the smart fans love this pick thing. Nobody's happy about an offensive tackle. Don't, well, don't, don't, don't there's, be a the, let, there's a letdown feel with it. because Buck, you should be happy about it. You picked it. You were the only guy that gets it. Now, let's ask this question, Zach. Does this extend the A to Z sports streak because Buck nailed the first-round pick? Well, hell yeah. We picked talent up here. <laughs> Look, are you kidding me? We, we, yeah, absolutely we're taking credit for this. We picked Buck, and Buck now extends our, 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 our the landscape of A to Z. Yeah, of course. With The streak is still alive, Buck, so way to go, big dog. Listen, Buck. I – I do it for the brand, and I promise you that if I'm going to have to pay attention to this stupid thing because the NFL draft drives me insane, that I'm going to do my homework on this. And I promise you that it was more – I, you know, I'm not going to give myself too much credit because I really did think that they would go corner over this. But I, do, I did know that they liked Isaiah Wilson, and I do know uh, what they thought of him at the combine, and they thought very highly of him. And so, you know, having everybody take – everybody, everybody else take the corners – Made it a little easier on me. So there's a little bit of luck involved. In all Bill says build teams on the O-line. So, yeah, five consecutive years. Every single one of John Robinson's drafts as GM of the Titans. And Chris and says it, Buck can't do fantasy football, but picks picks uh, NFL drafts. Well, yeah, because hey, it really matters. We have, uh, as a company, have now uh, predicted seven of John Robinson's 30 draft picks for the Titans. That's 23% of those picks uh, that we're nailing here. So uh, let's – Let's uh, read John some more. Robinson is Bizarro Derek Dooley. He actually gets offensive linemen where <laughs> yes. Dooley just doesn't. I think we need to go tell John Robinson that we're on to him and just see what happens if if uh, how well, he feels. We have a long weekend. We still got plenty of time to look. I got I got hot rod, hot rod Rodrigo Blankenship well, in the seventh the, round. Listen, the way I this, still have to get on a conf, on a Zoom call with John and Mike after this. Like the <laughs> tell you can tell John that you're the only person in Titans media who picked this correctly. So you can tell him that as you ask your question. Went walk in there swinging a big stick with that. The way this draft is falling. There's going to be a lot of dudes on the on the board at 61 that the Titans could absolutely love. I still got Ross Blacklock. Marlon Davidson uh, is still out there. Zach, you still got Stephon Diggs, Fulton. I don't think Fulton's going to last that much longer. There's Not no Stephon way. Stephon Diggs. I don't know why. Trayvon Diggs. The, the, the brothers. They're brothers. They're related. It's because I, I looked in the league I looked, paid by the Bills now. That time I looked and saw the Vikings on the clock. So here is Roger Goodell with the 31st overall pick. Cornerback off the board. Jeff Gladney, TCU, goes 31 overall to the Minnesota Vikings. 
Uh, so the corners will start to, to go here. I still think there's a good corner class, but now the Titans are kind of playing with fire by not trading back. You got a long way to get to 61 where you don't have a lot of ammunition to trade up in the second round because you don't have a fourth round pick. You don't have a sixth. You have three sevens, but how far is that getting you in the second round? There's a big gap here for sure um, uh, with the Titans and still needing a, a corner, I think, at a pretty high end. Well, one of the things we want to find out that we're not going to, because even on this conference call that John Robinson and I assume Mike Vrabel will be on here in 30 minutes or so, you know, did they get any trade partners? Did they want to take them? Like, they're going to say, hey, we wanted to take them because that's what they should say. But they probably, like, my gut is that they didn't have any trade part partners to get out of that round to get more picks because, Austin, you just kind of told us they don't have a lot of picks, right? And that's that's kind of unusual compared to in years past where they've traded out. That report came out earlier today. Did they take the best possible player on the board? Is that the reason why Isaiah Wilson is in two-tone blue? There are a lot of questions that will probably get uh, skating answers uh, here a little bit later, but I, these are something that I would I would like to know. Well, I'll say this one thing before Buck. I'll let you chime in on this all about the trade offer thing. They let that ten minute clock run all the way down to under two minutes before that. But at least w what I can see on the on the broadcast uh, that they got it down to two minutes before the pick is in graphic popped up. So they might have been working the phones. Right now, the Chiefs have five and a half minutes left. That's it of round one of the NFL draft. I will say I feel like this is. It took forever to get Joe Burrow on the clock, but after that, the broadcast has been going fairly smoothly. I think the virtual, I, I think the virtual aspect of it made it faster. Honestly, I think that they, uh, I think there's less, you know, there's less bouncing off of other people in the room, right? These guys are totally separated uh, from their scouting department, so there's no point counterpoint. It's really just GM, coach, your most trusted individuals, probably your lieutenant at arms, if you're a general manager, and then you go. Uh, without without as much conversation or discourse beforehand. Now you may argue you may argue that's a good or a bad thing. Better to have more outside perspectives, but I think it helps these guys be more forthright in their decision making and just go with their gut. And also, I wonder the impact of the lack of trades at the beginning of the round. Like I like that. I feel like, and this is just my opinion, is. The beginning first five, six picks, everybody was just kind of like, uh, this is weird. I don't yeah. really know. Because, like, we do this, like, all the three of us, we sit here and we talk into a camera and have for years. And now it took some adjustment to being in our own house and to do all this. Now you got to – this is the franchise. You know, this is this is billion-dollar business. Are you willing – it's, you know, picking up landlines, calling your guys that you're used to being in the war room to your point, Buck. So – yeah, I definitely think it had an impact that maybe we won't realize that much because they won't tell us that. But you could kind of feel it because of it took a little time to get back into what the draft has become, which is trade central. And just so everybody knows, uh, Isaiah Wilson will be speaking to the assembled Nashville media in about five minutes. Yeah. So you can look forward to our coverage on A to Z Sports social media feeds of that conference call here in a little bit. Yeah, and I'll say this. The, the Tua Tungvaloa stuff this morning about, or really the, this the entire week, about the third pick overall. The Lions trying to get out. 
But it was, I think Schefter reported that the Lions and the Giants did not get a, a call about that. The Dolphins maybe trying to send some smoke screens out there um, about to his medical to let him sit and fall to five. And then clearly the Chargers were fine. We're just chilling and hanging out and getting Justin Herbert at six. It felt like chalk because Derek Brown, Simmons, it felt like chalk all the way until the Raiders went Henry Ruggs, the first wide receiver, instead of Lamb or Judy. And then that's and then the Bucks move up one spot, but that really wasn't that big of a deal for a guy we figured would go. So it, you know, it it was pretty chalky uh in the first round for the most part, especially the first half of the first round. Yeah, well, the biggest surprise, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's the Jordan Love thing. And and sure. Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to answer questions, Matt LaFleur is gonna have to answer questions. And, you know, the Packers fan base, I wonder how they feel about that. That was the biggest shock. I feel like they've, di- they've done A-Rodg dirty, and I don't like that because he's well, a man of the stash. And I respect men of the stash. Very strange. Stash. That, that whole – yeah, Damon it's Arnett. A, it's, was a, it's a community. It's a fraternity, Buck. You wouldn't know would, anything would about you like, Oh, would you like me to join he, that community? He could join that in 20 minutes. Well, come Buddy. on. Bring he it on. Walk down his hallway. Come back in five minutes. Tomorrow morning. Hey, and, tomorrow. We got a whole nother show. Look, rounds two and three. Sure. Look, go ahead. Saddle up, partner. Listen, like I can. Kepka. Kepka's a part of the fraternity. Oh, Kepka. Listen, do not. <laughs> The, the do not let us not put the the future Tiger Woods in the same category as you and I, okay? With the mustache gang, uh, listen, I am uh, of Arab descent, and I can grow hair faster than I very well care to do. And the quarantine beard is going to remain intact until quarantine ends, because I fully intend to look like a Duck Dynasty character before I get out of here. Well, I'm going to join the Kepka. I'm going to join the Kepka fraternity and go with a protein shake here late. Now. All right, me that, yep. That's that's guy. what kept. <laughs> Cheers. It's the war. A protein guy. Yeah, is the yeah that's the yes. Yeah, Do you have a shaker? Have. Is there like one of those little metal balls with the holes in it? To, no, to there's not that. There's your... a, it, there's a shaker aspect of the bottle, but <laughs> like a shake weight. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Most protein right. guys are like that. Yeah, so uh, the Chiefs pick is in. This will be the last. What are you most scared about the Chiefs getting? <laughs> I'll ask the question that way. I think uh, I I think this feels like DeAndre Swift. I would be very surprised they go through the first round without a running back. I mean, this is that means we've come a long way in this league. Running backs used to be primo, right? I mean, that's who you took. Took, and now if if Kansas City does not take DeAndre Swift or a running back or Dobbins, uh, that that tells me that this league has changed. Which running back? Because a lot of comments have mentioned Cl- uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as that would scare them the most for the Chiefs to get over DeAndre Swift. I mean, I think all three of them. I mean, you you don't want to add to this potent Chiefs offense that just won the Super Bowl and has the best quarterback in the league. Well, we know who they're taking. Last pick of the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. First round running back, boom, got you right there. That boy uh, was at the uh, – that's the fifth LSU Tiger uh, in this first round, and one of them not Christian Fulton. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think the idea that they would take Edwards Alaire over J.K. Dobbins is asinine. Um, I think that that, based on what that Kansas City offense is, I mean, I trust Andy Reid – more than I trust any other offensive coach in in football right now, honestly. And it's not just because he has Jesus Christ at quarterback. 
maybe it's maybe it's enough to make a difference. Uh, I don't know, but Edwards Alaire, I just fit, I don't I'm not crazy about it. He fits the offense better than Swift or Dobbins. But Dobbins is so much the superior athlete. Like you can do so much but, more with Dobbins. I don't know. I think you put Clyde Edwards Alaire in there and you're you're splitting him out. You're doing I'm you're not doing saying he's like, a bad option. I'm just saying I just think, think there were better the, players available. I think Clyde Edwards Alaire is the mo is the most versatile of the three top running backs. If we're talking about Swift, Dobbins, hell, throw Jonathan Taylor in there uh with Alaire. He's most versatile. And now all the different pieces that the Chiefs have with with all those speedy wide receivers, they can do like jet motion reverses. They can do all types of stuff. Line up Tyreek Hill next to Mahomes in the shotgun. Line up Alaire in the slot. They can do triple passes. They can yeah, do all they this stuff. they could do that before. Like, that's yeah, but now thing. they got they could another do that guy. Before and they could do that with, uh, I but can't they, even think of the dude's name. What's his name? Damian da- Williams. Damian Williams. Playoff da- Damian. Playoff Damien. <laughs> they could do it with who was fat number twenty-two a couple of years ago that they pulled off the scrap here. I can't yeah, remember his name. CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. That was the Rams. That was the Rams. That was Either way, fat yeah, number twenty-two. There, but that's the same thing. Wrong team. No, no wrong it's conference. actually completely different. They're well, completely the different only... conferences and completely different people. And the and the Rams it's, lost. It's the fat ball. number twenty-two. It doesn't matter. They pulled him off the scrap. Oh, now they there. <laughs> Derrick Henry's 22. Reference because I've never seen Emmett Smith play because you're old. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, guys. Well, that is the end of the first round. Back I feel like day. I feel like we've had a tremendous show. Uh, I I think everything went smoothly. Uh, Buck sat, saying that Aaron Rodgers is done. <laughs> yeah, well, Buck, 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 Buck had, no, no, I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys are so. Buck had some ups and downs, you know. Like, <laughs> you ups and downs. downs. He was sitting there. He was putting Aaron Rodgers out to pasture, and then all <laughs> hey. of a sudden, he gets his pick that he actually picks the the Titans' pick. Which you want to do winners and losers of the draft? Your boy just won. Okay? No, no, dude, you won. won. You had both. You had no. both. You know what? Hang on. Hang on. Stall for me. I'm gonna go get something because I won tonight. Stay, stay right okay. there. Stall, stall. For and we me. thank you guys for joining us tonight. <laughs> yeah, so Buck's going to get some surprise. I don't know what Buck's gonna go grab, but this should be interesting. Oh man, uh, let's let's look at some. Andy well, brings. Man, here's my emotion right now, Austin. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early at 8 a.m. So make sure you turn your notifications on. But I'm kind of sad because. You know, I want more draft. This is fun. This is exciting. This is entertaining. And we're going to do this again tomorrow. We've got King King Buck, King Henry, King Aaron Rodgers, King say Bunny Wilson. That is, that is not the fantasy football champion crown. No, this is my birthday crown, which I wear every year on my birthday. Uh, and it is now oh. my – Huh? He's like a child. Is that? Did you get that from Burger King? No, I got it like two years ago. Somebody brought it uh, to me as a present. I also have a, sa- a sash that says "It's my effing birthday" that I wear. Uh, so I my goodness. Uh, listen. I yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we figured that out at times. I but don't I have, say overall at times. At We're times. all the worst. I I could be the worst at times. You got protein guy over here that we could be the worst at times. Everybody has that. I I can start shaking this thing up. We can have a party. Shake it on up, big boy. Shake it right I got to add more water. All right, Right guys. Uh, Ethan says, is Buck wearing pants? No, I'm wearing athletic shorts.
Yeah, we we discussed that. And I, Roger Goodell is wearing pants. And Roger Goodell had a wardrobe change somewhere in the middle of the first round where he just ditched the jacket, went sweater vest, which looked better, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I I think it was a, a much more relaxed Roger Goodell, a very comfortable Roger Goodell. Yeah, it's easier to, to go sweater vest when you're in your own basement rather than with the jacket there. All right, guys. Uh, great show, great reaction. The Titans draft Isaiah Wilson, uh, number 29 overall, tackle from Georgia, uh, planning for the now and the future. We'll see what type of competition Dennis Kelly and Isaiah Wilson could potentially have at right tackle. Buck, the only one of the 19 Titans media members that we polled, they got that one right. So congrats to uh, birthday King Buck right there. We will see you. What, what is it, Zach? All right here, baby. All right here. <laughs> we will see you guys bright and early, 8 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning to react more on A to Z Sports. And we'll do this again tomorrow night for the second and the third round where it's probably just going to get even crazier. Uh, so have a great night. Glad you guys could join us. We'll see you tomorrow for, fun, for another fun day. Thanks for watching. Adios. Peace and love.